Hey high school hockey fans, on behalf of John, Sean and I we thank all the teams for sending in their jerseys. We have so many that I'm just going to have to start wearing them all. The State Champs High School Hockey Report starts right now. And welcome back to the State Champs High School Hockey Report. I'm Jonathan Kidd, along with Sean Belizean. How's it going today? Excellent, John. Another great week of high school hockey and a great one to come as well. The High School Hockey Report is presented by the Michigan High School Hockey Coaches Association and is also brought to you by the MHSAA, National Coney Island, and our newest sponsor, the College Hockey Hub. Listen up, high school hockey players. The College Hockey Hub will be hosting the Great Lakes Showcase at Novi Ice Arena in April. We'll have more details on that in a little bit. Sean, let's recap last week. Now we're back here inside the studios now. Detroit Catholic Central took on Livonia Stevenson, and it was one nothing for the Shamrocks. Yeah, you know, I had a chance to talk to both Coach Mitchell and uh, Coach Cal after the game, and they both said the same thing. It was a tight game. Uh, Stevenson had a five-on-three, pulled the goalie late. Uh, by all accounts, they nearly tied it, but Catholic Central proves yet again while why they are the best uh, team in the state. Stevenson is arguably the best in Division Two right now. I mean, there's an argument that could be made for Trenton, an argument that certainly could be made uh, for Heartland, the defending champ, and, and look out, Brother Rice is red hot right now. So more on Division Two later because I, I, I think Division Two, while Division Three still has the intrigue to me, John, Division Two is becoming more intriguing by the day. Another KLAA-MIHL matchup was on Saturday. Heartland took on Orchard Lake St. Mary's, a high-scoring affair, 8-4. to That's a big win by, by Heartland. You know, uh, we, we were talking to Coach Hunter, uh, one of the fine uh, assistants on, on Coach Gadwa's staff, and, you know, they, they talked about uh, making a change at, at goaltender and uh, gets the call up and gets a big win against a very good Orchard Lake St. Mary's team. As I said, Heartland's going to have a say against anybody in Division II. There is no uh, definitive number one right now in definitive in, in Division II. I think Stevenson could make an argument. I think Trenton could make an argument. Heartland, and, and certainly Brother Rice as well. And on Saturday as well, Trenton took on Warren Sal, and Trenton gets revenge on the Pilots 4-1. to Yeah, Trenton, we've been talking about them all year. I, I don't I don't think we have to talk them up anymore. And, and what I mean by that is I think everybody knows now. Uh, and, and maybe, just maybe, some of the Trenton guys know a, as well from an early point in, in the season. A lot of people that I talked to before I got a chance to see them play uh, talked about how deep they are. I think you've seen that. Uh, Joey in net. Trenton is... Here we go again, John. You can make the case that they're the best team in Division Two. A Division Three battle between Cranbrook and UAD Jesuit, a possible quarterfinal matchup down the road. They played on Saturday, four to four. Dandy, no, no doubt about that. And you know, as I've said pretty much all season long, I like this UAD team. I think the UAD might be the team that can make the argument. I know the teams in the UP would have something to say about that, the way that Houghton and Hancock have been playing. But, John, I think we've been pretty consistent. Don't you dare count the cranes out. Don't you dare count the cranes out. And, you know, you want to talk about a team that's been picking up steam as of late. Certainly, Cranbrook is one of those teams. Saginaw Heritage, a team that we have talked 
in lengths about this season. They went to the Detroit metro area this past weekend, and they took on Plymouth. It was a tight game, but Saginaw Heritage pulled out 5-3. to three. Well, you know, we, we were talking about them last year. I mean, the, the way that they came uh, it, to USA Hockey Arena and played so darn well, uh, the way that they've been crushing teams this year, and they really have. They have one loss, and they lost to a darn good Brother Rice team. So, uh, once again, J.J. Bamberger's doing a tremendous job up there, and nobody should be surprised at, at what uh, Heritage is doing right now. Sean, you just touched about Brother Rice. They're now on a four-game winning streak after having a four-game winless streak. Well, look at who they've beaten as well. I mean, it, to me, that tells the tale. And this is one of the things about, you know, when we do the rankings, Sean, I, I like to look at how you win and, and who you win against and, and how you lose and who you lose against as well. Uh, Brother Rice is formidable. I firmly believe there's a top four in Division Two. Just to reiterate, I really do think it's no particular order. Uh, Trenton, Stevenson, Hartland, Brother Rice. But what I found out this past week, and especially being out in Chelsea, that Celine team is darn good. They are certainly capable of knocking off somebody along the way. Woodhaven, when they step it up, no doubt about that, they are capable of pulling an upset. And I like that Marquette team. I really like uh, the Redmen up north. Uh, they lost to a really good uh, Coach Ossenmacher Salem team, but they bounced back in, in a big way. And any one of those teams are capable of knocking off one of the big boys somewhere along the way. Hey, high school hockey fans, I'm Jenna Skelski. The College Hockey Hub will be hosting the Great Lakes Showcase at Novi Ice Arena April 5th through the 7th. Did you know that about 85% of high school hockey players who play hockey at college participate on non-varsity teams? The American Collegiate Hockey Association is the leader in postgraduate hockey opportunities and there are over 400 ACHA teams across the U.S. Head over to collegehockeyhub.org and register today. The College Hockey Hub, matching student-athletes with college hockey opportunities. The State Champs High School Hockey Report will be right back. National Coney Island is serving up what you love, fast, fresh, and friendly. Like our award-winning Coney, Hani, or handcrafted burger. So you can get what you want, when you want it. National Coney Island, your craving is calling. There's an old saying, you can never have too many officials. The age of the average official is 52 and getting older all the time. We're constantly recruiting new people, younger people to join us. After you register with the MHSAA, look on the website to find an officials association near you. They'll put you in a position to succeed as an official. We all learned a lot from high school sports and officiating is a great way to give back to the game. There's help wanted, just whistle. And welcome back to the State Champs High School Hockey Report. It's presented by the Michigan High School Hockey Coaches Association. I'm Jonathan Kidd, along with Sean Belisian. And Sean, we decided to leave the studio for a few minutes. And where are we at today? Twist my arm. We're out in Chelsea. We got the uh, Michigan uh, Public High School Showcase out here. It's, it's awesome. Hey, as far as I'm concerned, John, as much as we love the studio, it's always great when we can go out and watch some hockey live. And uh, great to see another fantastic show. Showcase. Uh, Don Wright and his daughter doing such a fantastic job out here in Chelsea, uh, kind of running everything here at the rink. 
the showcase is in its ninth year. 43 schools that are participating this weekend at the showcase. Yeah, some darn good hockey already. I mean, and you know, here's the thing about these events to me, John, with, with the amount of players being filtered into the system now and the amount of good teams out there, uh, you're going to see exceptional players. You're going to see exceptional teams. So if you have an opportunity uh, to see one of these uh, showcases, by all means, take it. As soon as we got here, we, we had a shootout between Novi and Lakeland. How cool was that? Yeah, it was a wild game by all accounts. Uh, Novi came roaring back and, and ended up winning uh, via the shootout. Uh, you have Northville and Skyline uh, over on that rank right now. Uh, you and I were, were watching part of that. We were also watching watching part of Celine and Allen Park. Those are two intriguing teams. Celine's kind of been a mainstay the last couple of years uh, in, in the rankings. Coach Foz is a guy that I think everybody in the in the high school community has a lot of respect for him. That's a talented team there, and we had Allen Park up in the rankings earlier this year as well. That's a good team as well, uh, but that's been an enjoyable game to watch as well. And talk about the storyline with Celine with the Clark brothers. Yeah, isn't that great? I, I had a chance to meet their dad. I mean, just a great guy. You've got Colin, who's a senior, and I believe I want to just ma make sure, look it up, Griffin, who's a freshman. And this is really, you know, because they're four years apart, this was the only year that they were going to have a chance to play together. And Griffin made the team as a freshman. Uh, he nearly scored a goal uh, late in the second period of that one. But as we mentioned earlier, John Collin uh, got a, a shorthanded goal. But how cool is that? This is the one year that they're going to have a chance to play together, and they made it happen. You know, they might play somewhere down the line, but what an outstanding story, a senior and a freshman playing together for Celine. Still talking about Celine. They got that tough regional coming up in a few weeks with Woodhaven and Trenton. You know, I, I think when, when you have a line... And Skyline, too. Yeah, absolutely. When you have a line, like, you know, we were just talking uh, about that line with the Clarks, and you have two really good defensemen. This was the first time that I got a chance to take a good look at at, that, at those two defensemen on the blue line. I, I think they're absolutely outstanding. And Murphy and, and Mason Osmus, this is a really good team. And, and Foz can put a scare in anybody. I wouldn't look past, and I know people uh, that certainly are coaching uh, they're not going to look past Celine either. What other teams that you're looking forward to to see at the showcase? Uh, Marquette, you know, uh, John, I think we talked about it last week. Go dig a little deeper and take a look at what they're doing. It's not just that they're winning games, but they're just really limiting teams. I mean, they've got a slew of shutouts now in the last month, so I'm really, really intrigued at that. I, I've always liked Salem. You know, Ryan Ossenmacher uh, is a guy that I think has done a tremendous job out in Salem. Uh, I want to see them. John, I talked about it before. I want to see Davison. I want to see Davison with my own two eyes. I think they've taken a big step in the right direction the last couple of years and there are a couple guys that I was told to to be on the lookout for so certainly I want to see them. There's a little something for everybody out here at the public school showcase. And speaking of showcases, this is what we've been talking about since we got back on in January. Like we want these showcases. Amen. You know, you know, just spotlighting these kids, be able to get the scouts out, get the uh, colleges out there, like Lawrence Tech, who's out here today. Well, and, and you know what? Some of these kids are moving on, which is really, really cool. And a lot of them are moving on to uh, Lawrence Tech as well. You know, it's interesting. I mean, you have a guy, you know, the, the old veteran, uh, Coach Givens with Traverse City Central. There's another guy. Everybody comes up there, but he comes down here for an event like this. And it's certainly he's one of the legends of the game, class guy as well. So, uh, hey, listen, there are a lot of luminaries in that regard. But to me, 
it's all in the in the title. It's showcase, and you're showcasing yourself to other schools. You're showcasing yourself, most importantly, to the scouts and and, and potential jobs. And that's the cool thing, John, to me about high school hockey is you see kids moving on now. That's the biggest story. We're going to keep hammering it. You're seeing kids move on now. You're seeing guys stay home and play in their own backyard and be rewarded for it. So here's a chance to showcase your opportunity to a lot of people. And we'll begin our Coach's Corner segment from right here at the Public Hockey Showcase. It is a pleasure to be joined by the head coach at Salem, uh, Coach Asenmacher. And first, Coach Asenmacher, really appreciate the time uh, that you're giving us and joining us here on the High School Hockey Report. This is old hat to you guys now, right? I mean, it seems like you guys had the KLA Showcase, you were at the MIHL Showcase, now you're here at the Public sh- the School Showcase. Yeah, this is uh, kind of what, uh, what we like to do. Um, you know, you, I know you talk a lot about it, but uh, the schedule you put in front of your team, really is just geared towards uh, making sure they're ready for March, right, for playoffs. And so this is just another event um, that I think does that, uh, getting quality competition today, obviously Marquette, uh, last week with Gross Point South and Woodhaven. I mean, both groups, uh, MIHL, uh, out here in Chelsea with Don Wright, they do a fantastic job, and, and we're just uh, privileged to be part of it. Let's talk about your team a, a little bit. It's such a unique situation out in, in, in Salem, if you will, because you got Plymouth there, you got Canton there. We're going to stick with the, the job that you've done at Salem. And, and one of the things that jumped out to me is not only do you play that KLA schedule, but you're one of those guys, where do you want me to go? And, and I think you're seeing more coaches take that approach all over the state now. Yeah, I've always been in the opinion I'd rather lose to a good team than beat a bad team. And so really once the season stops, actually, I mean, during the season, we're just, we're emailing, we're contacting. I mean, this weekend we've got uh, St. Mike's from Toronto coming in. We had St. Ignatius from Cleveland. We play St. Francis from Toledo next week. Uh, we went to Chicago uh, and played the top two teams there, Nutria and Loyola Academy. I mean, it just, again, it's all about making sure that we're ready for playoffs. And so when we get to a position where we're playing a team, a good quality team, we've seen it. There's nothing that our guys haven't experienced before. And so that's the hope. Whether it pans out, you know, time will tell. But that's, that's kind of the hope with it. Coach Asenmacher, of course, the head coach at Salem, kindly joining us here. We are out in Chelsea for the public school uh, showcase. And, of course, his team's in action out here. Let's talk a little bit about your team. You know, I, I take a look at your schedule. And one of the things that jump out to me, uh, the point that you just made, a lot of times the record doesn't tell the story about a team. And you've seen teams win state championships in the past with that record. But tell me a little bit about your team. What are you seeing out of, out of the Rock so far this year? You know, I think early Early on, uh, we came in and I think we expected to be good. And when you expect to be good and, and, and maybe the, the work doesn't match the expectation, then we get the results we got. I think as the season's gone on, we've, we've realized that, hey, we, we have a chance to be pretty good. And, and I think I told you the other day that I, a couple weeks ago, I thought we found something. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and with that, I think some of the wins have followed a quality win against Woodhaven, uh, Northland Franklin prior to that. Um, so for us, it's, it's really been a season where if you look, and, and I'm not a big rankings guy, per se, but if you look at the, the rankings, we've beat most of the teams that are ranked below us and lost the teams that are ranked ahead of us. There's really not much exception to it. And so for us, we just need to find a way to play a complete game, right? We have some skill, we have some uh, some grinders, but we haven't really played a full game yet. Um, and obviously, like you said, with the schedule we play, if you don't play 51 minutes, 
all it's going to take is five or six minutes for another team to beat you. And, and, and unfortunately, in some of the games, that's what's happened this year. You guys have shown you can play different styles as well. I mean, I want to get your thoughts on that because I thought one of the more exciting games, I didn't get a chance to see it, but I heard from a lot of people, including from you, uh, that Thursday night game against Woodhaven. That's a team, obviously, I think people know about Zach Robinson. They score a bunch of goals. Kind of a throwback, a fire wagon type yeah. of game. Tell us your thoughts on that one. Yeah, obviously, as a coach, not your favorite type of game, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> you go up uh, three nothing in the first, and you and you're feeling pretty good about yourself. And then a team like that, I mean, they've won 18 uh, games in a row at that point. And so we just kept telling our players, like they feel like they can win this game regardless of what the situation is. When you've won that many games in a row, they're never going to feel like they're out of the game. And so we just kept giving up one, then get one back. I mean, it's uh, it was an exciting game for sure, probably more for the fans than for uh, for the coaches. But uh, again, one of those games where when you score seven goals, especially against a team like that, you show you can put the puck in the net. Um, it wasn't two weeks prior to that where we couldn't score a goal. So uh, we'll take with the good with the bad right now. I want to get back before we let you go. Of course, he's got some coaching to do. Ryan Ossenmacher, the head coach of the Salem Rocks. I want to get back to that dynamic out in your neck of the woods because I saw firsthand uh, it's just some epic playoff matchups between you and Plymouth. Uh, coach Vento has had so many good teams, and I, you know, I was out at a couple of them. It, it was just a, a crying shame, to be honest with you, that you guys matched up so early. But now you have Coach Bartle also trying to get Canton going, and they've improved. Tell us a little bit about your perspective on what's going out in that area. A lot of good hockey players out there. hundred uh, percent. And so I know Coach Vento touched on it. I mean, it's three schools, one campus. We each have our own teams. They, they sit in class together. It's, it's basically a small college campus. Uh, but what's good for one team's good for another, and I, I'm a firm believer of that in high school hockey. When when the teams that maybe struggle on occasion uh, get better, they get better players. It's good for all of us. It promotes the brand, uh, just like we're doing here. And so uh, Plymouth and uh, Salem, we've had some pretty good teams, like you said, in the past few years. And and John's doing a, a good job at Canton, and, and they've you know they're above 500 this year. They've had some quality wins, and so while it makes uh, winning the Park Championship that much tougher, it's it's good for all of us. So. And as he mentioned, it's all about the playoffs, and he's getting his team ready. It's a good team. Make sure you check him out if you haven't seen him yet. Salem Rocks, one of the good guys, Ryan Ossenmacher, the head coach, kindly joining us. Coach, always a pleasure. Best of luck to you this weekend and certainly beyond as well. Appreciate it, and thank you for the time. Hey, guys, I'm back repping another jersey. Shout-out to Heartland High School. We continue our coverage of the Public High School Hockey Showcase. John and Sean is back in the studio to preview the rest of the week ahead and we have a change in our Hockey Player of the Year contest. We'll be right back. National Coney Island is serving up what you love, fast, fresh, and friendly, like our award-winning Coney, Hani, or handcrafted burger. So you can get what you want, when you want it. National Coney Island, your craving is calling. Hey, high school hockey fans, I'm Jenna Skelski. The College Hockey Hub will be hosting the Great Lakes Showcase at Novi Ice Arena April 5th through the 7th. Did you know that about 85% of high school hockey players who play hockey at college participate on non-varsity teams? The American Collegiate Hockey Association is the leader in postgraduate hockey opportunities and there are over 400 ACHA teams across the U.S. Head over to collegehockeyhub.org and register today. The College Hockey Hub, matching student-athletes with college hockey opportunities. Joining us now on the State Champs High School Hockey Report is the head coach for Northville High School, Gordy Brown. Gordy, welcome to the High School Hockey Report. Thanks for having me. I showed up there with the camera there before the end of the game. You're a little surprised by that. 
Uh, I was a little, uh, I knew something was walking up to my right and I wasn't sure what it was. And I'm always very aware of my surroundings. So I was a little surprised when I saw you, but it's always nice to see you in the building. Three to one victory over Ann Arbor Skyline today. Let's just talk about your guys' efforts. We did some nice things that we've been working on. One is just taking it wide, getting pucks on net and guys crashing the net. Um, our first goal of the game was a nice breakout play, just coming up the right side down by the bleachers. Um, we made a pass to the middle. They kicked it back out to the wall. The middle player, who was Nick Masinchek, uh, drove to the net. Uh, Spencer Zapparo put a nice shot on goal, which the goalie had to fight it, caused a big rebound, and we were able to finish. And talk about how special is it for you guys to participate in the public high school showcase? Well, it's, it's really special for us. Um, it's been going on. I mean, this obviously used to be a lot larger. They had to cut it back logistically. I mean, it used to be an eight-day event. Um, but for us to be in it, it's, it's a great opportunity. We actually met with some teams before, uh, some programs locally that are looking for players at the college level, uh, some of the junior guys that are hanging out as well. And it was nice to get to talk to, play, to some of the staff of teams before to discuss you know, what, what we have, what they're looking for. We also kind of help them let them know that we have some players that are already committed. They've already made their decisions that they're heading to Michigan and Purdue and Michigan State and things of that nature. So it also helps them kind of take them off the board as well. And this is a great experience for our guys. And, and I know they're enjoying themselves right now after a win. And talk about your first year at the helm at Norfolk. For me, I mean, this is my eighth actual year with the program, spending my last seven with Clint. Um, and, and him and I are good friends and, and live down the street from each other. Um, but it's been, it's been a really, um, it's been a good year for my eyes because I, I have a lot of guys that work hard. I have a great senior group that uh, has embraced the younger players. We have a JV program. Our seniors don't look at themselves as above those guys. They try to help out. We have combined practices and we do a lot of things, workouts together. And our, our seniors take the time to help out. And I'm, and I'm really proud of our senior class right now. And, and that will pay off in longer in long run. So. After this showcase, it's going to be just only a few more weeks away for the until the playoffs. Yeah. How hungry is this team right now? Oh, this team's this team's excited for the playoffs. Um, I think we've had a lot of ups and downs. Uh, we've had some games we'd like back, some compete uh, some keep compete levels that weren't quite there during games. But we're very excited. We've got um, we've got a bracket which is pretty tough. We've got to play. Salem or, or Farmington United. We've got uh, New Boston here on. We'll start with. Um, hopefully, we get by them. We, you know, Dearborn Unified plays the winner of that game, and uh, I think those are teams that if we play our game, we can beat. Uh, we played Salem the other week. We lost to them, but it was a, it was a pretty tight game. I was pleased at times with what we did. I'm sure um, it'll be fun with Ryan Osimak and I are friends, and it's always fun when you get to play against uh, your buddies and. And, uh, and compete against them and see who can come out top. But we're looking, we're really excited to have that opportunity. All right, so Norfolk with a 3-1 victory over Ann Arbor Skyline here at the Public High School Hockey Showcase. And I was joined by Gordy Brown, the head coach at Norfolk. Thanks again for your support and everything for the high school hockey. Hey, thank you, thank you for everything you guys do. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you. And joining us here on the High School Hockey Report is Don Wright, the executive director of the Michigan High School Hockey Coaches Association. Don, welcome back to the High School Hockey Report. Thanks, John, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. This is the ninth Michigan Public High School Hockey Showcase. How special is it for you to be able to continue this? It's really been a good thing. You know, when, when coaches uh, uh, came to me nine years ago, you know, just about the, the arena itself hosting the event, it's, it's surprising, you know, it's nine years later. It's amazing how time flies. It's been a great event, you know, through the years. Um, at one point, we we were actually a week-long showcase. We uh, 
Uh, but we've we've scaled it back a little bit to, to keep it to about three and a half days. But it but it's been great. It's been great for the team. It's been great to to be a part of it. And how special is it to be able to, to held it here at Chelsea? And you were also the coach at the time too. Well, that was always nice. I, I will just say that it was uh, great having it. And, and for our town, you know, it's a small town. The town appreciates that it's here. Um, it, it's pretty neat to have you know 43 high schools from around the state in here. And just how special is it that no matter where the games are, the showcases are, the Scots are going to be here? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, everybody understands the, the, the amount of great talent we have in high school hockey. And, and uh, so these events are great because it makes it easier yeah. for the Scouts because um, they can come to one place and see all of these teams, great players. And uh, so, it, so it's nice. You and I have, you know, talked about this before. Obviously, last week was the Trenton Showcase. December, we had the KLA MIHL crossover. Traverse City just had their showcase, and all of these events are great. And last week, we had Cody English on from the MHSA, and he talked how great partnership with the MHSA and the Coaches Association. Just touch on that. Yeah, it really, uh, that, that's been one of the things with the Coaches Association in, is really really creating a good relationship. Cody Inglis has been great and uh, and I think it's allowing us to just do more and more great things for high school hockey. Alright, so Don White was joining us here on the State Champs High School Hockey Report and Don, I just want to say thank you and the Coaches Association for your continued support for the State Champs High School Hockey Report. Well, thank you. I'm glad you're out here today and, and while well, I see every place I go. So uh, we appreciate what you're doing for us and uh, um, you know, getting it out there all the great things going on in high school hockey. All right, so we're back inside the State Champs Hockey Studios, and Sean, it was a great time at the Public High School Hockey Show. It really was. I mean, shout out to, you know, the entire arena, Don Wright, uh, Don's daughter. I, I mean, just an outstanding time out there. A good hockey as well. Thursday was a heck of a lot of fun uh, being out in Chelsea. You were chatting up with some of the coaches and the Woodhaven team about how I was down on the ice for those shootouts. That was awesome. I mean, props to John for running out there with this camera and, and getting those angles. It was great to see some of those angles as well. So well done, John. Well done. And I want to make a special shout out to my former teacher at Spex Howard. His name is Dan Cabello. I saw him out there on Thursday and he's helping out refing for the MHSA but also to shout out to the refs yeah no doubt about it that's a a busy weekend and uh, certainly all the all the work that you guys do does not go unnoticed so well done there let's preview ahead to this week on Wednesday we have Birmingham Unified taking on Lakeland yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. You know, th this is interesting because uh, Unify had won five straight, looking to bounce back after a, a tough loss to Marquette. And, and as far as Lakeland goes, they've got themselves a busy week, John. Uh, they've got Howell. Uh, they have the game against Unified. They have a tough matchup against a good Davison team. A mid-Michigan battle on Wednesday night as well. The Capital City Capitals from the Lansing area taking on the combined squad of Fenton Linden. How about Cap City? They're 13-1-1 in their last 15. The one loss is their last time out, so they're going to feel a little ornery there. As far as Fenton goes, they're looking to break a two-game losing streak, but they were red hot before then, so something's going to give in that one. That's one to keep an eye on. 
and a battle of Ann Arbor on Wednesday. Ann Arbor father Gabriel Richard taking on Ann Arbor Pioneer. Yeah, just played uh, this this past week, as a matter of fact, and 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 Pioneer took care of business. Speaking of busy weeks, how about Gabriel Richard? Uh, they they've got Cabrini, uh, they've got uh, Pioneer, and I'm going to be out at their game on Saturday, as a matter of fact, out in the shores as they take on the St. Clair Unified team. So I'm really looking forward to that one as well. We go up north for a Thursday night battle between Marquette and Houghton. They are legitimate. Marquette is legitimate. I, I think if anybody saw them, they lost to a good Salem team. But the way they bounced back with two big wins, I think was a, a good statement. And we've been talking about it. Corey Markham's team is working so hard. Everybody around the state that hadn't seen them already when they had a chance to see them at the showcase, everybody marveled at what a team that is. So uh, Gremlins Redmond, I wish I was up there for that one. And on Friday... Rochester United is hosting Byron Center. So Byron Center is coming from the west side to take on RU. Well, you know, we've had Byron Center ranked all year. So we, we feel pretty good about that. Some of the guys that I talked to, uh, you know, said look out for the Bulldogs. Uh, six straight wins. Beat a good Woodhaven team. Beat a good Northville team. But you want to talk about red hot. I mean, RU is getting it done, John. Uh, they have uh, 11 straight wins right now. Uh, two ranked teams. This should be a dandy. We talked about Brother Rice earlier in the show. They are on the road to take on Cranbrook. Hey, what a, what a great matchup this is for two teams, two hot teams. One certainly trying to flex its muscle in Division Two. The other trying to do it in Division Three. That'll be a darn good one. Always is when those two teams get together. And for the third time this season, Detroit Catholic Central is taking on Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Well, Catholic Central, you know, this is the interesting thing about Catholic Central. Um, they've got that target on them each and every week and they know that and they've handled themselves so well the immense amount of pressure right now on that team on coach cal and they're going about their business and taking care of business now we all know at the end of the year that's what they're really looking for but uh, kudos so far for the way that they've conducted themselves and on saturday it's the rematch between lavonia stevenson and heartland second time they played this season but this time for the KLAA title. Well, I think a lot of people think that this might be the second of three matchups. Yeah. So, you know, if if things uh, plan themselves out, I mean, obviously there are a lot of teams that might have a say about that. But, uh, John, as we talked about a couple weeks ago, this has turned into one of the best rivalries in the state. So uh, should be a great one out there in Heartland. And lastly, on the State Champs High School Hockey Report is our update in the National Coney Island High School Hockey Player of the Year race. We made a change in our top 10. So, Sean, who is now on our list? Well, the interesting thing is after the showcase in Trenton was played, the next couple days, uh, messages started filtering in. And, and I basically did a group text with a few of the guys. And... It's interesting because they all mentioned the same player. He put on an absolute show uh, to the people that were out there at the at the Trenton Showcase. It's Ryland Clemens from Catholic Central. I mean, he was just fantastic. He really was. Uh, you saw him do a little of this, a little of that, and it certainly manifested itself in both goals and assists. No disrespect to, to Carter Corpy because the kid is a tremendous player and an all-around player, but... When you have a weekend like Ryland Clemens did, and when each member, literally each member of, of your committee makes a comment about it, it's time to all talk about it, and we made the decision to put Ryland on the list. You can vote for Ryland and the rest of our top 10 on our website, statechampsnetwork.com. The leading vote getter automatically gets into the final four. As of right now, Zach Robinson is still leading the vote, so we'll go out there and vote today. 
And that's it for another edition of the State Champs High School Hockey Report from the State Champs Studios. We also had a lot of fun out in Chelsea at the Public High Schools Showcase. Sean, just think about it. Next week is the last week of the regular season. It's amazing. It, it flew by, but, you know, the good news is, John, you get to go out and see uh, some fantastic hockey, playoff hockey, a lot of nights during the week. So we're ramping up for it. And we're going to have a special State Champs High School Hockey Report Playoff Preview Edition. It's actually going to be on Monday, February 25th. Sean and I are going to break down all the regionals, and we're going to also predict who's going to win the state championship. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, people always love to rip us after the fact because we're wrong, and that's okay. We're ready for it, but looking forward to a great playoff, no doubt. And it shows the depth. It shows the depth of high school hockey. It really is at a great place right now. All right, so tune in next week, and the State Champs High School Hockey Report is presented by the Michigan High School Hockey Coaches Association. It is also brought to you by the MHSAA, National Coney Island, and shout out again to our newest sponsor, the College Hockey Hub. As Sean and I say at the end of every show, we'll see you at the ring.